We're just going to be bringing out a couple teens and explaining how God has been moving in their life. And so, first of all, I know for sure that God has been helping me controlling my tongue and watching myself and watching the things that I'm saying and watching the things that I'm doing. And even right now, I have to watch what I have to say because, you know, I'm not trying to mess up. But, so yeah, so uh, the first scripture that I want to start off with is Proverbs 18.20. If you could turn there with me. Say amen when you're there. All right, so it says, From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With the harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. So basically what the scripture is saying is that making a good decision in the long run with your speech and like with what you say, it'll come back to you. Like, I've experienced this firsthand through a friend of mine who his dad left when he was little. His his mom ended up leaving too, and he was kind of tossed around the family until he got to his grandma, where he lived with his grandma from middle school up until now. He's a junior in high school like me, and recently his grandma passed away to cancer. And you know, in the household, it was just his grandma, him, his auntie. And the auntie's kid. And so he found out that his grandma was sick. And by the time they found out, she was in stage three. And the doctors basically told him, like, hey, like, like she's going to die. And he told me about it. And then when it finally did happen, uh, when I first heard about it, I ran over there to his house. And I was there and another good friend of his and we were just there with the family, and everyone was united in the household over where his grandma's deathbed was. And the paramedics had just left when I got there, and I asked him what happened. And the first thing he told me was, she's in a better place now. And I had never experienced that, how he was so close to his grandmother. That was like his best friend. I couldn't say, hey, I know what you're going through, or like... I'm sorry, like, I know your pain. Like, I don't know that pain. But me just being there and telling him, look, I love you. Like, you're like a brother to me, and I'm here if you need me. Just those words, it encouraged him more because he felt safer. And just my presence and his other friend's presence, that helped him a lot more. And so two weeks went by, and I was just wondering. I was like, hey, like, like how's he doing? So... I called him, and I was like, hey, like, so what's up with you? And he was like, and he was like, yeah, like, it was hard at first, but, like, just you guys being there, like, it helped me a lot. And, like, even though you guys didn't say a lot, you said what needed to be said. And, like, I thank you for that. And just me hearing that, like, oh, shoot, like, I didn't even say that much. I just said, I love you, like, like, dang. Like, just those simple three words. Like, just knowing the satisfaction that he was all right and he was doing better now, it gave me a sense of importance and a sense of realization on how our words can help other people bring them up or tear them down. And me knowing that, like, you know, since I was a little kid, I lied basically about everything, about destroying the couch, destroying the lamp, um, eating all the cookies, Where's my mom? She's over here laughing because she knows it's true. But as I got older, words can also 
hurt people and I've known experiences where like I said the wrong things that needed to be said. And looking back on it now, like, like I needed to slap myself. Like that was so stupid. Like how can you be that stupid to say those words? But a lot of times it's a growing experience and now like that I'm maturing and I'm seeing how words are affecting other people in their lifetime. Like it's just been showing me to recollect before like I say something where I'm not sure should be said or like or should be said. Like that's how God is moving in my life and thank you. Consider this. Many people tend to think of today's youth as the leaders of tomorrow. But scripture never places us in such a category. It never instructs us to wait until we are more mature or knowledgeable or skilled before we begin to take God's word. Seriously, and consider what plans and purposes the Lord has for our lives. According to God's word, we are to be leaders, even today, who earnestly desire to honor and serve our Lord in all our thoughts and actions. Paul told Timothy, a younger man in faith, Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou an, exa an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. 1 Timothy 4.12 God specifically commands us as young people to be leaders, to lead by example. We are to understand God's instructions to us and let the world watch us grow in our spiritual, spiritual walk with the Lord. As a young person myself, I am burdened for the church in the days ahead. I am burdened for today's youth who must not only strive to live exemplary lives right now, that is, a life that is an example for others to follow, but who will one day attempt to serve as faithful leaders within the body of Christ, the church. I am burdened because it is not getting any easier to live in this world. I am burdened because young Christians today often fail to understand that God desires to have a close, intimate relationship with them right now, a relationship that only comes about when we obey the scriptures. Sadly, many young people often feel as though God will only use them or speak to them, his word, speak to them through his word when they grow older, yet this is certainly not true. I know me personally, this is a huge issue for me, because as a teen, I'm expected to lead with great example. Because they always say, you're going to be the next generation. And every day, I'm expected to be this perfect role model. I, well, I have four younger brothers. So my parents tell me all the time to lead with example. They're, they're going to follow you one day, and you should be there. Um, it's, it's like a broken record that won't get fixed. <laughs> However, I know for a fact that I am not close to perfect, as the next person is, because the truth is no one is perfect. I have many flaws and imperfections that hold me down, but one can only learn from those and eventually become the leader they, they, sh they desire to be. So I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, about David and Goliath, you all know. Um, David was a shepherd, and when they did a draft for the war, the king asked all of the boys to be in the army. Yet they didn't ask, uh, 
David had many older brothers, and they didn't ask him because he was the youngest, and they wanted him to stay back to take care of the sheep. Yet the army, they used him to get things for them, like water or just little tasks like that. Um, and his, his older brothers that were in the war weren't doing anything because the entire army was scared of the Philippines, the guys. Yet, however, David didn't think that that was right, that they, were, that they should just try. And so he told the king that I can do it. I can take him down. And they all laughed. And they were like, okay, sure, go ahead, because you're going to succeed. But they were being sarcastic. <laughs> and so he goes on and tries anyway, and he succeeds. And this shows how they underestimated him, even though because they thought he was just a young little boy who had no knowledge or nothing, yet he proved them wrong. And this shows how us teens can prove the adults wrong. <laughs> Lately, I have been struggling with balancing all aspects of my life. School, friends, family, and even boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> with so much going on in my life, I haven't had time to include God as my priority. I've been leaving him on the back burner, feeling as though I have to pray or go to church because my mom said so, or because people have this idea of me, and I have to presume that I have to be this person that they think I am. But I realized that I shouldn't feel like this. If I want a relationship with God, I have to put in the effort to make him a priority, and I have to have a relationship that I am happy with. I'm struggling with trying to make that connection again, to learn more about him and to be able to gain a relationship with God. But it's pretty difficult. Yet, as I am mature as a young adult, I see things differently. I see God as hope for a happy life. I see God as a way to better myself and be, to become the person I want to be. By learning self-improvement, I'm, I'm able to change the world someday. And so are all these teens. As they, say, as they say, nothing ventured, nothing gained. So remember, to improve the world, you need to start by improving yourself. Thank you. Hi. Um, good morning. How do you like our service so far? <laughs> um, so as some of you know, some of you don't, I'm April. I'm from the team ministry, and I'm also now a part of the worship team. Which is really fun. <laughs> so, before I start my message, I want to share a scripture, which I really like. Can you all turn to Philippians 4.13? It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And now I'm going to read it again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, whenever I read the scripture, it brings me comfort. And it also reminds me that I'm stronger than what people see me as. It also reminds me that I'm not alone. Now, my journey with God so far has been a roller coaster since I can be very stubborn. And for people that know me, you can say right off the bat and like agree with me that I am stubborn. <laughs> um, 
I can be stubborn when it comes to waiting for what the outcome is because I don't like not knowing what's going to happen and I don't like things that I can't control. I get sidetracked just like every other believer and I do make mistakes because um, I'm not perfect. And I know God doesn't expect me to be perfect, but sometimes it's hard because out of guilt and shame, I feel that he doesn't listen to me sometimes. Like, I think maybe I've made too many mistakes, and that's why I'm not getting what I want. But I'm learning now that it's not always going to be that way because what I want isn't exactly what he has planned for me. And what he has planned for me is the best, and I'm choosing not like something that's not the best, but I can't see that because I'm only human. And these past few weeks have been really hard because I've been dealing with a lot of issues with friends, family, school, and just getting over certain doubts and fears. And it's been so bad that I, I didn't know where to go, but... I went to this lady at my school because I have a Bible club and she's one of the ladies that shares all the time. And she always encourages me to go to her and share and just open up to her. And so I did. And after ranting for like a good 30 minutes, um, the one thing she told me was I need to pray more and I need to open up more. And I just looked at her because... I was like, you want me to open up like, to God? Because I open up to him, but you know, sometimes it's hard for us to open up when we don't like feeling vulnerable or we just don't like thinking about the things that are wrong in our lives. And she told me, well, it doesn't even have to be a long prayer. It could just be a simple, I love you, every morning to him. Or it could be listening to worship music when you're on your way to school or, like, during passing periods, which I've been doing. But, like, I hide it because I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) Um, out Out of all the praying that I've done, I've been becoming more patient and humble. I never thought that I would ever pray for people that have hurt me. I pray for people that support me and the people that are in my life, but it's really hard to pray for someone when they've hurt you before. It's challenging, not just as a team, but as an adult still. I mean, I'm not an adult, but you can imagine. (laughs) But at the end of the day, God, he forgives everybody. And he forgives me. So... I need to do the same. But I've also learned that it's okay to let go of things and to just let God take your hand and guide you. I've also learned that it's okay not to get what you want because at the end of the day, God's going to give you something better than that. And that's why this scripture, I hold on to it. I really do because... I now know that I'm worth a lot and I'm strong. And without God, I don't think I would ever believe that. But before I leave, I want everybody to know that you aren't alone because no one 
in this room, no one in this world is going to fulfill that love that God gives. And the only, you only need to open up to him because he's the only one that can move mountains for us. So thank you.